This is the Public Record Podcast. I'm Managing Editor Ken Allen. Today's guest is Rebecca Rizzo, Chief Engineering Officer at Rizzo Strategic Solutions. I guess I would describe you as not your grandfather's ad agency. Tell us kind of broadly what you do and who your ideal client is? Well, our ideal client is someone who's open, someone who's allowing, someone who might be seeking an understanding that um, maybe in their business life and their professional life, and they don't necessarily have to be a business owner to engage with us. So we have it set up where we're all about building building a community around you and really accessing the local community so that you can find the people who feel and think and enjoy all the same types of things that you do. So we have, um, not only do we have help where we can help you market your company and market you as a person, as a brand, but we also have energy healing workshops as well because one of the things that we feel is you really have to um, embrace who you are and the things that you enjoy and the things that make you happy and get engaged in your community because that's really going to help you both professionally as well as personally achieve those things that you want to achieve. It's a very interesting uh, concept. Uh, and could you have a case study or a client you can talk about? I worked with the local Jimmy Johns that's out here um, because they were working on figuring out how to build a fundraising um, opportunity for some of the local nonprofits to be able to utilize buying their his products, his sandwiches, and then being able to have a fundraising opportunity. So I worked with him. Um, actually, I worked with him probably about six months, which is a little bit longer than expected because I helped create some of the sheets for him to work and the program on how he would hand those sheets out to the nonprofit so that they can use them and sign up and create a fundraising opportunity. And I also worked with him so that I can train his daughter to start doing all of his social posts. So we work together so that I can work to get him to where he can be self-sufficient. Interesting. Now I've all, right. I've also, and most agencies don't do that. Mm-hmm. Most agencies want you to sign up for a long amount of time and, and it's really expensive and we keep it pretty affordable. But again, if you aren't a business and you may not want all of the full resources and you still want to get involved and engaged, we have other workshops and networking and things like that to teach you. So because I worked at the chamber for as long as I did, I really learned how businesses have to figure out how to build their network right. and how that can kind of a challenge. And so when we say marketing, it's really we're helping you build your network. We're helping you gain that network. So whether that be on your social network. So I work with the beer hunter right now and I'm getting ready to shift the way that I work with them because I'm nearing the point where our model may not fit for them anymore because they need somebody that's internal to take all their social posts. Well, it's, it's such an innovative concept. That's why I wanted to bring you on the show today, because I love what you're doing. Now, let's think about, uh, I own a restaurant, and our business just dies on Tuesday night. 
and I want to come up with something that would attract people to come and socialize. Maybe it's a informal dating thing, or maybe it's just a meet and greet of like personalities with a similar interest, whatever you envision it to be. What might you suggest to a client that had that problem? Oh, I would absolutely. That would, that's the perfect scenario for where we would want to step in. So um, honestly, <laughs> that's kind of our whole thing mm-hmm. is, uh, for instance, with Jimmy Johns, I sat down and I asked him, what are you trying to do? And he wanted to figure out a way to work with the nonprofit mm-hmm. so that he can help them move a lot of sandwiches and so and get them to raise money so it would be a win-win so that was i created that program with him in fact what we did was we went out and we talked directly to the nonprofits and we helped his network on social share their story because that was what he needed now if it were a restaurant for instance said i need um Tuesday nights were super busy or super slow. And my perfect client would be a woman in her fifties because we have a really cool menu that offers this and this and this. I would say, okay, cool. I would look at their menu and I would say, well, what if we did a wine pairing night? Mm-hmm. What if we, what if we did a paint night incorporated with a wine pairing night? Oh, what if we actually like worked with, one of my farm farms, I have a farm who I work with, um, who he actually partners with the restaurants and then he's able to actually grow produce for the restaurants that's locally grown and now has a story that was grown here under the local Coachella Valley Sun. How awesome is that? Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. So what I do is I have a net, I have a web that I've built over the last 15 years since I started on the social and I've always done business to business and I've always been building my network. Before you go on, Rebecca, you mentioned the chamber. We probably should explain to the audience your background with chambers. Yes, we probably should. So I worked at the regional chamber that's out here in the Coachella Valley, but I didn't start there. I was working at Paychex and learned about the chamber and had a friend who was working and getting ready to go into uh, the sales portion of it. And I had graduated from the Leadership Coachella Valley course, went through it at the La Quinta Chamber of Commerce. So the La Quinta Chamber of Commerce was the administrator of that program that year. I ended up going back to them and talking to them about joining the chamber. And I was just going to join the chamber while I figured out kind of what I wanted to do. Um, And well, they kind of offered me a job and that was in their transitional stage. So that was right as La Quinta Chamber of Commerce was starting to talk about merging with the other two chambers that were next door, which was Indio and Coachella. Mm -hmm. So I stepped in right when they were starting to create that um, regional chamber. And because of that, I was very big on social. So I knew the importance of the social media because I was in marketing for so long. My whole career has been marketing. So I knew that if I was going to get involved in that chamber, that the fact that they were merging and getting a larger network, and I was already very much involved with building networks, both socially, digitally, (laughs) um, and physically, I knew I was supposed to go work there at that time. And well, so what, what a I great took... what a great learning experience for you. Now you're a mother daughter team at Rizzo Strategic Solutions. Yes. Uh, your daughter yes. uh, Edra it works with you. Um, what, and you have a, a component. How can I describe it? You have a component that is sort of um, 
uh, I don't want to say spiritual. That's not the right word. It's, um, I mean, it's holistic, but whole with, with W H. Okay. Not whole. Okay. So it's like, it's building emotional equity is really our whole concept. Got it. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. That's, I mean, and I learned that because of my CEO at the chamber, he taught us that term emotional equity. And when you're working with businesses and you're helping them build their business, that's exactly what you're doing is you're building emotional equity like you would in a house. You know, you're, you're adding onto your house, you're building your house and you're the foundation and everything that goes into that now is valued higher. The equity is worth so much more. And that's what I do with businesses. That's what we do. We help them build emotional equity within the area that they want to focus on. You know, I love that concept because we often hear the term brand equity, but brand equity is much more limited. It's just sort of name recognition. But emotional equity is sort of what describes a company like Apple, where they become almost uh, passionate on a spiritual level about the company, right? Right, right. And that's, it, it becomes a part of who you are. It becomes a part of, of what makes you, you, when people start to have emotional equity rather than just brand awareness. Let me go back to our you know, example of the uh, the restaurant. Uh, and I love your kind of preliminary ideas. I want to press you a little further on engaging yeah. the audience a little more. Now, you mentioned some great things like a wine tasting. I thought of like a cooking demo might be good for a restaurant. What could you have at the restaurant that would help the uh, attendees not just be passive participants, but be engaged and active. And I'm thinking of things like the the cliches would be like speed dating or speed activity partner or or maybe a hands-on cooking demo. Yeah, me and my daughter have so many of these ideas actually written out already. One, we even had card reading, like a card where there's a bunch of women who are uh, card readers, whether they're healing cards or whatever they are all set up at different tables and people come through and they meet and they get different readings. We had those ideas. We had, um, one of the things my daughter really wanted to do was come up with a neat way of doing dating, dating, because that's actually how she met her fiance is through networking. Mm -hmm. And so she wants to come up with something that's specifically for couples. So it's specifically for people who are single and having something specific for that, as well as having something set up for couples. And they don't necessarily want to always include alcohol. We've thought of paint night, game night, doing the interactive with the chef. We worked with June Hill Table and um, the Pack House events, which is the Aziz Farms that's out in Thermal. Mm -hmm. They did a farm to table event. And so what that was, was literally the restaurant that was at June Hills, a trilogy, relocated their whole restaurant to our farm that's out in Thermal so that the folks could come in and check out all the vegetables on where they were grown and then watch the chef prepare the meal right there at the farm space. My guest is Rebecca Rizzo, Chief Engineering Officer of Rizzo Strategic Solutions. We'll continue after we hear from our sponsor here on the Public Record Podcast. Multimedia dominates business communications today. 83% of consumers prefer multimedia information over printed text, YouTube demos, and product reviews. 
tutorials, documentaries, explainers, and new business presentations. TV and radio commercials, infomercials, live event announcements, kiosk and exhibit narrations, telephone voice prompts, and so much more. But don't choose just any voice to represent your brand. Ken Allen Voices offers a team of veteran male and female broadcast talent who can deliver that professional network television sound that makes your message stand out from the clutter. Ken Allen Voices can also turn your messaging ideas into a finished script optimized for spoken performance. Ken Allen Voice's state-of-the-art recording studio can also clean up many noisy video dialogue tracks with specialized software that works like Photoshop for audio. Visit KenAllenVoices.com. Hey, Coachella Valley, we're in a drought. We all need to reduce water use by 15%. That's about 12 gallons per person per day. Together, we can do this. And it's easier than you think. Water your yard during non-daylight hours. More water will reach the roots, and less water will evaporate. Help save our most precious resource. For more ways to save, visit cvwatercounts.com. Every drop counts. Meet Mariah. When she was two, she suffered life-threatening facial injuries. Thanks to generous Lifestream blood donors, Mariah received the blood she needed that helped save her life. Every day, people of all ages are in life-threatening situations, and blood is needed every day. We need your help. Please donate. We can't save lives without you. Call 800-TRY-GIVING or visit lstream.org. We're back with my guest, Rebecca Rizzo of Rizzo Strategic Solutions, here on the Public Record Podcast. Do you have any kind of stock present, I hate to say stock, but you know what I mean, uh, prepared presentations that you give for service clubs and chambers or even to uh, employee groups on various topics? We do. So we have, um, it's funny, we actually have one that's all about elevator speeches, Mm -hmm. um, which is all about how do you introduce yourself? How do you get to know folks? Um, I have one on networking. It's basically the, the ins and outs of networking. What should you do and what shouldn't you do? So it's a coincidence that we just finished a podcast on a Chamber Roundup where we talked about all the chambers in the Valley and what to do with your membership. Uh, can we tap into your expertise? And it also might be a good talk for you to uh, offer to uh, various organizations. Um, tell us how to network at Chambers. And, and let me throw in one curious observation. At chamber Absolutely. luncheons, not just the any particular chamber, but it seems like all chamber events I go to, uh, a big company will buy a table of 10 seats and then have all of their employees sit at the table of 10 seats and not interact with anybody, which seems to be contrary to the idea of a mixer. So how do you overcome <laughs> that problem? <laughs> well, that's funny because I'm glad they were able to fill all their seats. (laughs) Um, A lot of the time, because people are really uncomfortable about networking, um, sometimes we have big companies who'll buy seats and they don't get anybody to go. So it's good if they do have somebody to go. But the one thing I would say is when you're going to an event, you have to understand why are you going? Why are you going? Are you going to just listen to the presentation on whatever it is, or are you going so that you can build connections with people? And there's no wrong answer to that. I mean, I'm going to say that, Ken. Sometimes when you go to an event, your motivation to go is very different than it was the last one you went to. 
when I would go to mixers, after I kind of got the hang of it, I would actually look around for people who looked scared and lonely and go and engage with them. And then you, if you, we usually had an empty seat at our tables because, you know, we, somebody would drop out at the last minute. And I'd invite them to come to sit with us. And they were so excited and so relieved to have someone, you know, break the ice for them. I'm going to say to you, Ken, that was you building emotional equity. I would absolutely say do that. I'm going to say the the thing that's the hardest about networking is understanding everybody is in a different space. And if you are going, Ken, you who you are, understanding that everybody's in a different space and you're approaching them because they do look like they are uncomfortable and not connecting, that's absolutely what you should do. And that's perfect. You did that. I would do the same thing. When I first started networking, before I started working at the chamber, I actually went in and I even, I, I didn't, I wasn't even a member. So I had to pay full price for a mixer, which was like 20 bucks. That's mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> so when I paid it and I went and I drove myself, I was going by myself. This is when I was working at the, the Paychex company at Paychex. And um, I pulled up and I parked in the car. And I was so nervous and so worried. Me, really? you know me, I'm not, yeah, I was so nervous and I was so just not comfortable with who I was. Just all of it was just not meshing with me. And I started crying. Oh, no. And instead of getting out of the car, I didn't. I went home. Oh, no. And I'm going to say to you, sometimes that happens and that's okay. And I'm saying this for your listeners who are maybe um, wanting to go and network and and worried about how they came across and are in their head a little bit. I'm going to say to you, even me, (laughs) even me had hard moments where it was really hard to network. It was really hard to get out there. And it's okay. I'm going to say have compassion and find something or someone, one person that you can talk to. So when you start going, you can start with one. And then as you start going more often, you can start with two and then get more comfortable. And before you'll know it, you'll be fluttering around like I do at every mixer. And I know tons of people and it takes me forever to leave because I am so busy wanting to say hi to everybody. Now, I guess we're all wondering, you went home after that experience and, and didn't go to the mixer. What got you to go back and try it again? I think I kind of had a little awakening and kind of laughed and, and kind of had a little discussion with myself and, and asked myself, how come I did that? Why did I do that? You, you lost 20, you walked away from $20. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So before you step into whatever event that you're going to, that you have a goal that you've set for yourself. And that way, every time you step in, you're going to assess where you are at that moment. So the day that I was wanting to get, you know, go and I was too upset because of all the other things that were going on in my head, I couldn't get out of my space, right? I knew I wasn't, I didn't have a goal. I couldn't set a goal. But the next time I went in, I did have compassion for myself. And I did say, okay, Rebecca, you're going to collect three cards. That's it. That's all you're going to do. Just you're going to collect three cards. And that was how I overcame it. Rizzo Strategic Solutions, Rebecca Rizzo. If you need a creative mind and networking (laughs) contacts, uh, she's the one to call along with her daughter, Edra. And uh, thanks for joining us today. You're the 
Creative Engineering Officer. I love that title. And once again, what's your phone number? It's 760-464-9636. Yeah, I'll also answer to text. And then you can, and Messenger. I'm on Messenger, too, on Facebook. Terrific. And LinkedIn. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Actually, if you Google me, you'll find me. I also have a YouTube channel. Oh, okay. What is that ch- channel? I have a, it's um, Energy with Shea Rizzo. Okay. That's, that's also my podcast. I have a podcast, too. I'm not as consistent in I, as I had been in the past because I'm focusing more on my clients than I am on me. <laughs> um, but you can kind of see what's going on in any of those social channels. Well, you have a lot to offer and uh, highly recommend working with Rebecca. She's a wonderful, uh, effervescent, and creative person. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You're awesome. My guest has been Rebecca Rizzo, Chief Engineering Officer of Rizzo Strategic Solutions. The Public Record Podcast is a public service of the Public Record, the Coachella Valley's Business News Weekly. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if so, I hope you share it with your friends and click that subscribe button with your favorite podcast host. I'm Managing Editor Ken Allen reminding you to make someone's day with something nice to say. We'll see you next time.